following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. gentlemen happy wednesday welcome back uh gonna be pretty quick pretty seamless this episode uh we were unable to get uh co-host jason halt on for the episode but it is just me we're gonna talk some fantasy relevant football news today uh players that might become worthy might need uh some interest and it could be attention grabbing as we get closer to the season now the first real one we got today uh, the Colts, former Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton, has interest from the Colts' return, but also is pulling interest from two other teams in the scenario. Those two teams yet to be announced. However, it seems like the Colts' former wide receiver, at least currently, is expected to be back. Um, not much in the terms of, you know, a big deal if you're in a standard redraft league. I don't think you're going to waste a draft pick on him. However, if you are someone who's in a dynasty league or a deeper league, multiple people starting, might be worth taking a look at this upcoming year. He, he's definitely not been the player he was at the beginning of his career the last two years. A lot of injury-prone uh, issues. However, that doesn't mean that he can't still be a good receiver. We saw that in bits and pieces uh, last year in Indy when he was able to play. He was able to still produce at a, at least a slight level. He's not too washed up for the league where he won't make a difference. Uh, Defensive-wise here, the Bears' other edge rusher, Robert Quinn, I say other because Khalil Mack really was their top priority going into into the issues. Uh, Robert Quinn is looking for a possible trade out of Chicago. Chicago just keeps getting hit with issues. Uh, Marquis Hollywood Brown is apparently in line for a big money contract extension with Arizona since he has recently been traded there. Big news for him. I don't know if that's great news for uh, Dynasty owners. We'll see, obviously, how he continues to play. Giants second-year wide receiver, Kadarius Toney, wide receiver out of Florida. He was marred by injuries this entire rookie year, has recently undergone a minor knee surgery. Something to keep an eye on with him. Is he going to be healthy? Is he ready to go? You're hopeful he can get a full training camp in. He missed a lot of time last year. When he was able to stay on the field, he was a very good player. But it's a big if and when from him. That's that's one of those guys. Gary and I were really, really high on him this past season. Uh, so hopefully, you know, he can keep it together and stay on the field. The Cleveland Browns have re-signed edge rusher Jadavion Clowney to a one-year deal worth up to $11 million. Uh, rumors out there being that Clowney actually took less money and less uh, term to stay with Cleveland. That's how bad he wanted to stick around there. The former running back of the Atlanta Falcons and the LA Rams, Todd Gurley, uh, is not expected to return to the game. Recently interviewed, now that he is a part owner in the 
fan control football league, so FCF. Uh, and he said there wasn't a time last year watching it that he wished he was out there. It does. Uh, it does not look as if it's going to be a go ahead here, and it's going to change much. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts had an issue last year with uh, quarterback. Went for one former Frank Reich quarterback in Carson Wentz, and that clearly didn't work for Colts and Colts fans. Uh, after acquiring Matt Ryan, they've now signed another former uh, Frank Reich product. Quarterback Nick Foles is now the backup there. Um, I always feel like Nick Foles is forever old, and in all reality, he's not that old in terms of quarterback. He's just bounced around a million teams in the league because he can't stick to one. San Fran 49ers signed tight end Tyler Croft to a one-year deal. This more looks like a, a, an emergency plan. They had this uh, two years ago with Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed retired going to last year. They didn't really have anything. George Kittle kind of gets injured again. I feel like the Niners are just uh, playing in case games here in case Kittle cannot stay healthy. The Seattle Seahawks sign wide receiver Marquise Flash Goodwin. Uh, kind of under the radar. Goodwin's missed a couple years as, as of late. Um Really, uh, might be a nice addition. He's very similar, though, to, I guess, an older Tyler Lockett. We'll see where he fits in and if he uh, ends up working out well with the Seahawks. But Seahawks are kind of in a situation where they can use as much talent as they can get. That might actually take away reps from uh, from someone like... I am blanking on his name. It would be uh, wide receiver Dwayne Eskridge, who I was thinking of. Uh, I mean, Eskridge was on the PUP uh, last year at camp, coming off injuries and whatnot. They're hoping, I guess, to get him on the right track, but not a great sign if you're bringing in another former third-rounder stuck around the league a couple times there. The Chicago Bears have uh, waived little brother of Khalil Mack. Not really super fantasy news, but interesting news. Ladarius Mack no longer with the team. Um, the, the Browns. They expected some chaos there. Expected some chaos. We're still awaiting some decisions on what's going on with uh, Deshaun Watson. Baker Mayfield is not attending the OTAs. So now you've got possibly no Deshaun, no Baker. Jacoby Brissett is in line to possibly start some games for the Cleveland Browns this year. Some interesting uh, news that's really happened over the last day or so, though, now. Um... Where are we starting here? So the Baltimore Ravens start us off. They've signed cornerback Kyle Fuller. Uh, most recently was with the Denver Broncos. Made a name for himself with the Chicago Bears. A nice piece when healthy. And possibly a really nice part to add to an already pretty solid secondary. Uh, Baltimore obviously looking to get some some crafty pieces late in free agency. And I would definitely say Kyle Fuller... He fits that mold. He's a nice piece. He's he's going to play some time and log some time there in Baltimore. Baltimore had a rotation of players who were missing last year. This is the type of signing that, you know, Harbaugh and all of them in, in Baltimore end up looking genius for every year. They wait around. Fuller will have the resurgence year, and it wouldn't shock me at all. Kyle Fuller's a very talented player. Um And you'll see him bounce back, make, make Baltimore look phenomenal, and be a guy who sticks there. The Indianapolis Colts have signed running back Tyson Williams, former Baltimore Raven. Um, I don't know if he's going to be that much of a of a big piece there. I, yeah, they, they kind of went with the low-end players 
believe it might have been Antonio Williams, um, someone along those lines, who was the third guy, and he kind of picked up most of the rushes when you don't have Naeem Hines and Jonathan Taylor there. But, I mean, you have Naeem Hines and Jonathan Taylor there. I think Tyson Williams is more of a camp body. I don't think he's going to be much to worry about. It's a guy who last year was drafted overly high in most fantasy football areas uh, just because at that point you already didn't have two starting running backs in uh, Baltimore. Third big running back news here. You've got the Arizona Cardinals signing running back Daryl Williams. This is one I'm very intrigued by. If you approached last year with handcuffing, um, you know, Chase Edmonds, and James Conner, you might want to approach this year by handcuffing Daryl Williams and James Conner. James Conner had a great year last year that does not erase everything he's done in, a, in every year prior where he can't stay healthy and it's a headache for fantasy owners. They're not going to give James Conner every last carry there in Arizona. It's just, it's not feasible. It's not doable. And James Conner probably won't withhold in that situation. Um, that being said, Daryl Williams had a phenomenal year last year with the Chiefs. Yes, that was an injury appearances, but he rushed for 558 yards. He had a 3.9 yard per carry. He had six touchdowns on the ground, 47 catches for 50 or 47 catches for 452 yards and two more touchdowns. A grand total of eight touchdowns and over a thousand yards total. I mean, I know it's the old saying, you know, running backs are a dime a dozen, and yeah, you could probably get that out of anybody, but. I'm definitely intrigued in a guy who stepped in and didn't seem to miss a beat with Kansas City last year. Um, we see the Steelers have a finally named a GM. The that's not it. This is this okay? Here's here's an interesting one for you. Um, as anybody who has been a long longer listener to the show here, they know that Gary and I have not been huge fans of Trey Lance through the entire draft process last year through him going third overall, through what he did last year, through this offseason where we don't really think he's the real deal. Vegas has reported that he's got more money put down on him to win MVP, think about this, uh, than Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes combined. Uh, I mean, I know it's a long shot. It's what you're hoping for because people are hoping he's the next Josh Allen. That's what everybody said. They still don't think he's really showed up and taken the ball. However, now you've got Kyle Shanahan who openly said this week um, he expects that Jimmy Garoppolo will be traded, but it's not a guarantee. So you, you're you pretty much, I mean, Shanahan and the Niners are pretty much uh, opening expectations that you should be seeing Trey Lance as your number one quarterback come this upcoming offseason. Um, I don't necessarily agree with it. I think it's going to be a step backwards in the franchise, and I think it's going to probably fire half the uh, front office system, if that is the situation. I don't personally love the option there, but we'll see. Uh, when it comes out of a coach's mouth, you know, the writing's kind of on the wall there. Um, another big piece of news today, we already touched on, you know, Omar Khan, the new Steelers general manager. The Cleveland Browns are close on an extension with tight end David Njoku, who has gone back and forth multiple times on wanting to be moved, being okay, wanting to be moved, please get me out of here, you know, yada, yada. Um, the Colts cornerback, Kenny Moore, one of the better slot corners in the league, very, very good cornerback, is disgruntled with his current deal. I believe he is holding out on OTAs, so he has not shown up yet to the off or to the uh, offseason training. Uh, 
interesting. He's not the only top um, secondary player in the league to be doing this, as the Bills' safety and all-pro safety, that is, Jordan Poyer, has also not shown up to OTAs yet. You kind of got to figure you're going to see it. You really got to worry at this juncture if guys start don't showing up or don't show up to training camp. OTAs is one thing, but it's it's organized training. It's it's not necessarily mandatory. These guys aren't getting fined. You know, it's a great team gesture if you're there, but it's also going to be the, the best spot to prove your point if you're saying, hey, man, give me a new contract. These guys are doing exactly that. Kenny, Kenny Moore is going to play or get paid or both. Jordan Poyer is going to do the same. I know Jordan Poyer's, everyone's concerned. Oh, look at look at what he made. He's making moves with, with, his, with his management. He's got a new manager. Jordan Poyer's going to play. He's not stupid. Yes, he's older. Yes, it's a tough safety market. He knows Buffalo is going to pay him one way or another. He's going to make money. He knows he deserves it. And that's it. I, I guess for a lot of people, if you don't follow the situation, you're not a Bills fan or anything like that. Yeah, it was gone about incorrectly. You know, his wife kind of big-mouthed it, kind of decided to start running her mouth on social media. Maybe don't do that. But also, she's not completely incorrect. I'm not a Miss Rachel Bush fan in terms of her political views and stupid outbursts. But she's not incorrect, man. You've got an all-pro safety who's making far below uh, league value at safety. He does deserve the pay raise. Um, and Kenny Moore, the same. Kenny Moore has been a, one of the few shining bright spots in that secondary for the Colts year in and year out, especially after being found. I say found because it was not a super high draft pick. <laughs> Kyler Murray, another name to add to the holding out list on the OTAs. He has not shown up for Arizona's camp. Again, I don't foresee Kyler Murray not playing. Kyler Murray knows to get paid, especially in that situation. You got to play. If anything, you know, you'd think he'd be a little, I guess, more thoughtful on this because we did just see recently Lamar Jackson's going into his contract extension year, and Baltimore's been a bit non-committal on Lamar. So what are you doing, Kyler? Like Lamar at least has a better proven record of winning. Yes, Lamar or yes, Kyler might be a better thrower, and I I put that in air quotes because. You know, people fight me. They'll say that Lamar's equally as good. I personally believe Kyler's a better passing quarterback. Lamar's a better dual threat. But they're not rushing to pay Lamar. So, I guess put two and two together here, Kyler. No no offense to you and your talent, but you're not winning games. You're not getting through the playoffs. You got to put your money where your mouth is before you're going to get the money in the bag, bud. Um, another interesting quarterback note, the... Las Vegas Raiders have a workout scheduled with quarterback Colin Kaepernick. It will be interesting to see what comes out of that as Kaepernick has continued to maintain the fact that, hey, I'm in shape, I'm ready to go, and now is saying he's okay to be a backup. If he's correct on all that, first and foremost, there should be no reason he doesn't at least get a camp invite. I want to say that. I personally, when he left the league, was not the biggest supporter of his talent. Let that be clear here. I'm saying talent. I don't think he was the best quarterback in the league. And he, I mean, outside of the first two or three years when, yeah, he was electric, you, the playbook wasn't out. He kind of faltered almost like Lamar Jackson currently has. You see a little bit more of on tape. You start to be able to figure him out and he was not as efficient. That being said, you know, everything that happened, no, he probably didn't need to be caught. Yes, I get the cost or the cost saving move, but that doesn't mean he should not have been on our roster. Obviously, we know. Take that for what it's worth. 
I'm not getting into political and racial views on the show. It's still bullshit that he didn't have a tryout, anything along those lines, to have at least gone to camp with a team, get some preseason and prove that he can still go. Um, nonetheless, we are now looking at the factor here where he's going to get those options. He's going to come on out, get a chance with Vegas, who does have a need, and he kind of fits that need, given that their backup last year was Marcus Mariota, and now we don't know what we're doing behind Derek Carr, and Mariota got some playing time. They used him in different sub-packages before he got hurt. So maybe this is a good situation. Maybe maybe it's the place where you leapfrog. Buffalo just did this this past year. We saw Mitch Trubisky leapfrog and pick some stuff up. Is this where now we're going to see maybe Kaepernick gets a chance to show he can still throw passes in a game? Mariota just did that, and he's got a starting job. It might not be a bad choice. Might not be a bad choice. But guys, I think that'll just about do it for today. Um, we'll close it out. Like I said, super quick episode. Short, sweet, to the point. Talk some fantasy news. Hopefully this upcoming Friday's episode will be our quarterback tier game. Myself and my co-host Jason providing he comes back to us. Um, just waiting on the word from him. Other than that, guys, uh, quick shout out to our sponsors, Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions, Buffalo. Just taking care of you and making you look real good. Check out our website at tiki-tribe-tv.squarespace.com. To link up with her, she's on our sponsor page. Click on that link and go right to her booking page. Uh, shout out to her brother, Matt, at Herd Dat Designs. He's good with marble. He's good with metal. He'll cut you your die casts that you're looking for and do it really, really nice. Trust me, I've got some nice buffalo marble coasters sitting on my coffee table in the living room. I love them. Shout out to Damien at the Platterbox in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always taking care of our dude. Uh, he might be on a bit of a hiatus, but hit him up on his Instagram at theplatter.box. See what he's uh, open to and see if, uh, if he might be interested in doing some work for you. Shout out to our dude, Charlie at Renegade Studios. Um, always got to support him. He helps make us look like a million dollars when we might not always look like a million dollars. So check him out. Get all to him. And last but not least, because nothing else goes better with football, like chicken wings, check out our dude, Kyle, over at Chicken Dippin'. That's right, guys. Um, I believe, as the kids say nowadays, don't just dip the tip. Hit him up. Uh, seriously, you know, football's coming soon. You're going to want to get some wings. And if you're getting wings, you're going to get blue cheese, not ranch. Um, grab some of those. Check them out online at chickendippin.com or chicken underscore dippin on Instagram. Use code 716 for 15% off your order. And don't forget to tell them, send them a message that uh, Kyle from Fantasy Beast and where to find him, he sent you, guys. Until next time, you keep on looking for those Fantasy Beasts, and we'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.